Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about Robert's Rules of Order. So grab your motion. And let's get civical. Everybody. Welcome back to Let's Get Civical. I'm Lizzie Stewart. And I'm Arden Wallentowski. And what's up, Arden? <laughs> uh, you know, you know, uh, it is a bright, sunny morning here in yeah. New York. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. And I feel like we've finally... I feel like we're changing... We're turning the corner on the weather. Oh, absolutely. I feel like our cold days... Our cold days are behind us. It gets dark at like 7, yeah. 7.30 now. Yeah. Makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. Makes all the difference. All the difference. Except that when I get up in the morning, now it's dark. It is dark. And I'm like, You can't have it all. much harder. No. But soon we'll be in that nice sweet spot that lasts approximately two days. Right. Where it's like on both ends, you get really good sunlight. But yeah, no, I'm... I am excited to go outside today. I did not leave the house yesterday. Oh, it was very nice yesterday, but it will be nice again uh, today. It will be nice again today. And this has been yeah, your no. weather forecast with Let's Get Civical. <laughs> <laughs> it impacts us so much, the weather. It really, it does. And I feel like I'm, even though like we both work from home, like most of our the things that we do are from our own apartments. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we record the show at home. Just like I am ready for the weather, like I'm ready to take what I can. Yep. Outside yep. with my hot spot and sit in a park. Yep, exactly. I'm ready for that. I, I am ready also to not already. see white walls. Yep. Hold on. Let me move my cat. <laughs> What's Butter doing? Butter is a he's a sociopath and and silent he's part killer. kangaroo he is part kangaroo he's very jumps very long distances it's pretty mm-hmm. it's pretty remarkable but he's now yep. out of the room and now we can get to work <laughs> on a topic Yay! that i'm very excited about you you came up with this i've never in my life have heard of this which oh really is, no but i know it's a i mean oh, obviously amazing. it's a thing it's a, oh, it's it's totally a thing. And this came from my boss and good friend who was like, 
have you ever done an episode on Robert's rules? And I was like, no. And we absolutely should because Congress, every organization, every council, every whatever, this is what they use when they have their discussions. And I was like, yes, we should, we should talk about this because this is how, otherwise it would just be, I mean, you set however many people in a room Good luck if you don't have some kind of like organized structure by right. which people can like bring up a topic, move it forward. Okay, that's good. Bring up another mm-hmm. topic. We'd all be sitting in a room forever being like, okay, can we wrap it up? I do want to get out of here today. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about Robert's rules of order, which I also, I just thought Robert was like, a nice name that somebody gave them at some point, but they're actually named after this guy who developed them. I was going to ask. His name was, was like, Robert. Who is Robert? <laughs> who is he? There's an actual dude named Robert. Hell yeah, Robert. Shout out to Robert. Oh my God. And he went to a meeting and this was like, this is unacceptable. This cannot be how we move on. <laughs> and this man was for sure a Virgo and was like, this is what we're going to do. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, before we jump in, do you want to talk about today's sarsis? Absolutely. There's only two for today. One is, of course, the Robert's Rules of Order website. So, Robert, these are like th- these are old. So, Robert is, of course, dead. But um, <laughs> of there course, are people, he's dead. <laughs> of course, he's dead. Uh, but there, but he wrote the first book and books after that, and then like every new edition of the book of Robert's rules of order that comes out is written by somebody. They've always been written by somebody either that's either him or like in his like lineage or somebody who's worked closely with him. So like I, yeah. So people, it it still comes out. I forget what edition it's on now. It's in the teens maybe. Wow. So from their website and then from Cornell, because Cornell had a very nice summary of what the different things are and what you're supposed to do because to actually explain, like to go through every, like every guiding principle and every like thing that you're supposed to do in any different situation would be completely overwhelming and boring. Right. So Cornell had a nice little thing about like, if you want to do this, this is what you do. Okay, go off Cornell. God bless Godspeed. God Mm -hmm. bless Godspeed. Shout out to Cornell University. Yeah. I So you have never used Robert's Rules of Order or been in a situation where you've heard them used? Not to my knowledge. (laughs) It it would sound very archaic. So I used to do, um, when I was part of like a political club in the city, we used Robert's Rules of Order. Um, and it's, when you're first introduced to it, you're like, why is everybody a robot? Like, I don't understand. And then you quickly learn like, right, this is why we do this because it gives it order is in the name, but it's just like very basically it's a way for like a group of people when they come together and it can be like Congress, it can be a council, it can be a club, it can be like a nonprofit board meeting, Mm. you know, like any kind of group, any kind of time where there's a group of people who get together and they need to do business for the group or the organization that they're meeting about. Right. Generally, this is what's used. And I'm sure there's like other ways to structure a conversation where you need to like get business done. But 
most of the time, anytime I've like been a part of an org, this is what we've used. So with that said, Lizzie, would you like to start us off? I would love to start us off because we're starting off with exactly what I need to know, which is what are they? What are the Roberts Rules of Order? We're going to go through the rules of order right now in this section, starting with guiding principles. Everyone has the right to participate in discussion if they wish before anyone may speak a second time. So everybody's got to speak once before you get to speak again. I already am obsessed (laughs) with this. I I love this. I love this. I mean, you don't have to speak. It's a strong start. You don't have to speak, but generally, like, before you go around again, the person running the meeting or the, you know, whatever should be like, does anybody, Lizzie, do you want to speak? Mm -hmm. And you can say no, Mm -hmm. but before I would speak again, you should be given the opportunity to speak. Hell yeah. Yeah. Everyone has the right to know what is going on at all times. Only urgent matters may interrupt a speaker. Fair. Mm -hmm. Only one thing or motion can be discussed at a time. So those are the guiding principles, which I'm already like, absolutely, Mm -hmm. yes. Absolutely. A motion is the topic under discussion. For example, I move that we add a coffee break to this meeting. After being recognized by the president of the board, any member can introduce a motion when no other motion is on the table. A motion requires a second to be considered. So I can't just say, you know, I want everybody to call me queen. That's my motion. Arden has to say, I second that. I second the motion. In order. And then it would be. Yep. Yes. And then we would discuss it. And then we would discuss it. If there is no second, the matter is not considered. So if it's just me saying I want to be called queen and nobody seconds it, we don't even discuss it. It's not even on the table. No. Each motion must be disposed of, which could be either it's passed, it's defeated, it's tabled, it's referred to a committee, or it's postponed indefinitely. So we can't just like stop talking about something and move on to something else. We have to have like a final conclusion to it in some way shape or form yeah something you can't just leave it in the ether of like i second it so take lizzie's example i want to be queen i second the called queen i second the motion and then we kind of talk about it and then somebody else brings up another motion and that gets discussed no you we have to do something with lizzie's desire to be called queen we have you have to do something with it we have to handle it sorry we have to handle it Mm -hmm. so here's so there's like a list of this is a list of things that are if you if you in the in the discussion in the meeting amongst a group of people making decisions, things that could happen or things that you might want to happen. And and there are specific ways to deal with those types of things. So for example, you may want to bring up a new idea before the group. Okay, great. Yeah. 
So after recognition by the president of the board, you present your motion. So whoever is presiding over the meeting has to recognize you to speak. And like Lizzie just said, a second is required for the motion to go to the floor for discussion or consideration. So you always have to have somebody who's willing to not pass it, not say, yes, I agree with you, but it's just second. It's seconding the idea that we should discuss it. Mm -hmm. You may also want to change some of the wording in a motion under discussion. So maybe Lizzie's like, I want to be queen. And I could say, okay, I make a motion that we amended to say, I want to be called queen. Very different. Motion denied. (laughs) (laughs) Fair, fair. For, For whatever it's worth, I consider you the queen. So let's say you want to change some of the wording in the motion after recognition by the president of the board, you, you move to amend by adding words, striking words, taking them out or inserting words and making it sound however it is you want to, you want it to sound like, and then that would have to be seconded for discussion. I mean, semantics are everything. Language is important. They're everything. A comma, an errant comma. There was a whole, was it like a Supreme Court case yeah. over like uh, Oxford comma? I mean, come on. Come on. So you could like the idea of a motion being discussed, but you want to reword it beyond simple word changes. So not just inserting a word. You're like, hmm, I like this idea of Lizzie being called queen, but I'd like to also talk about the whole court. Mm. Like who else? Who is else? With her. In, Who else is with her? In the royalty. I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if that's your issue, you would move to substitute your motion for the original motion. And if it is seconded, discussion will continue on both motions. And eventually the body will vote on which motion they prefer. So Lizzie says, I want to be called queen. And I say, I would like, sure. But let's also, I move that we discuss the full court. Mm-hmm. And then we would discuss them together. And maybe it would be Lizzie is the queen and she has a court of four. I'm not opposed. No. <laughs> I love this. I love this uh, This idea. Let's keep going. <laughs> Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Oh, my God. Let's say for another instance, you want more study or an investigation given to the idea of being discussed. So you want to look into it. What would Lizzie do as queen? What does being called queen give her the right to do? Sure. I need some investigation. That's fair. Then you would say, yeah. Then you would say, I move to refer it to a committee. And you try to be as specific as the charge to the charge um, to the you're trying to be as specific in your desires to the committee as, as you can. So let's say we had there's a committee within our group on royalty. Which, of course, there is. We need Of course there is. We need some study about what it would mean for Lizzie to become or be called queen. And so instead of giving it to the committee on dogs, Mm -hmm. also valid. Also valid. Also a valid choice. Mm -hmm. We would give it to the committee on royalty because the issue is about Lizzie and queens. Yes. I'm obsessed with our whole body of group we've developed so far. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I want to be on the board of this organization. I know. Queens and dogs. This is amazing. (laughs) This is great. It's so good. Oh, my God. So 
So that's if you want to investigate it more. And generally then the committee would like, they do their work and they'd write up some kind of report and they'd present it to the group. And, you know, it's, that's, that's like how we we think about it in terms of like Congress, right? Like you put, somebody puts a motion on the floor. It, that's what it means to get referred to a committee. It means like this other subgroup of people is going to study it because, oh my God, we have 18 million things to do. Right. Jeff wants to be called king. Like, gross. We need to study things. Gross. Um, so that's studying in a committee. Let's say you want to, you want more time personally to study the proposal being discussed. So maybe I, as a human, as a personal human being, want to look into it on my own. Okay. Harmful. What does Lizzie, what does Lizzie want out of this position? Um, I would move to postpone to a definite time or date. So I'm like, you know what? I need a month. Yeah. We 30 need, days. On the first of 30 days, I, I, we meet once a month. By the next time we meet, I will have done my research about Queens and Lizzie and given her a background check. And then I will, <laughs> I will come ready to make my decision. Love it. Love it. And I am upset that you don't know your decision already, but... That's neither here nor there. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, obviously, I would second even you just, like, not just discussing it, but I would second you just being queen of everything. Uh, and I th- and I thank you, because I'm going to look to you I as my you second. Are... <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'll, be, I'll be your jack of diamonds. Perfect. <laughs> Let's say you are simply tired of the current discussion. Ugh. Tell me about it. (laughs) It's been going on way too long and you are simply ready to move on. You don't want to talk about Lizzie being queen anymore because your heart's desire is to talk about which gin should be served at the next meeting. Fair. 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 Obviously. You would move to limit debate to a set period of time or to a set number of speakers but to do this requires a two-thirds vote. Mm. Sure. So however many number are in the group of you, two-thirds of those people also have to agree, yes, I am tired of this conversation. Please can we move on? I also would rather talk about gin. Or maybe their thing is is a hot dog a sandwich, and they want to talk about that. Oh, my God. Talk about a can of right. worms. Worms. I don't think a hot yeah. dog is a sandwich. I don't think it is. Either. I think a hot dog is a hot dog. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know because it's not like moved to dismiss motion. <laughs> Lizzie's like, uh uh-uh, uh, two thirds to not bring that up at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Oh. Let's say you have heard enough discussion. So you feel like you're done and you're ready to make your, you're ready to have a vote. You can move to close debate. So we've heard from Lizzie, we've heard from her people. We've heard from the committee doing the research on Queens and people are like, are you ready? I'm ready. You're ready. I'm ready. And everybody is ready to, to, to stop talking about it and just say yes or no to Lizzie's motion about being called queen. Yes. This is, so you move to close to the, you move to close the debate. And then this can also be referred to as calling the question. Oh, that's some old timey language. I call the question. Up. The matter of if Lizzie should be called queen. 
All those in favor, say aye. Aye, aye, aye. All opposed, go fuck yourself. Crickets, crickets, crickets. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Motion passes. So when you call the question or you close debate, it cuts off discussion and brings the assembly, the people who are gathered, to a vote on the pending question only. So you only vote on that one thing. We're not voting about hot dog sandwiches. We're only voting (laughs) on the question at hand. And it requires a two-thirds vote. I'm laughing because... My girlfriend makes hot dog sandwiches and it's something now that I've started to eat, but it's not a hot dog on a bun. It's literally hot dog sliced in half that we put in the pan and fry and then put on the sandwich as if you would make a turkey sandwich. Sure. So that to me is a hot dog sandwich, which is why a hot dog on a bun is not a sandwich. Right. That's what I'm saying. Those are two different things. They're just two different things. If you put it in between sliced bread, yeah, it can be a sandwich. But a hot dog is a hot dog. Because also by, you don't call like a, like a sub or a hoagie, depending on what mm. part of the country you're from. You don't call that a sandwich. You call it like a, a, a hoagie or a, or a sub. Or, yeah. <laughs> this is valid. This is all valid. Thank you so much. I'm just redefending my point over and over. Absolutely. And I know that you'll agree with me. I, hey, mm-hmm. that's a way better discussion topic than if I should be called queen or not. So... <laughs> you're killing it well and i feel thank you so much i feel like you know as somebody because you watch every fourth of july the great hot dog eating contest obviously obviously i feel like you are an expert on hot dogs i am and it's not a sandwich yep we're gonna take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. 
So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. So then if you want to postpone emotion until some later time, you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about Lizzie being queen right now, but I'm not really sure when I want to talk about it again. Mm -hmm. I just, I also want to be queen and I need to like come up with my own way of becoming queen and you want to like put off discussion for some other date that's not fixed then you move to table the motion so it stays on the tabla um and the motion may be taken from the table after one item of business has been conducted okay if the motion isn't yeah so like you can table it and you're like i'm gonna think about it let's talk about the hot dog situation yeah we're done with that should we go back bring to Lizzie's idea? Yep. Should we bring it back on? You can. If the motion is not taken from the table by the end of the next meeting, it is dead. Oh so God. if Lizzie's idea about being queen stays on the table for that that meeting and the next one, that's it. Is it? That's it. To kill a motion at the time it is tabled requires a two-thirds vote. So if people wanted to mutiny because they didn't think it was a good idea that Lizzie should be called queen, Rude. they could kill her motion. We could take a vote of all of the people. We need two-thirds, and then we could kill her hopes and dreams of becoming queen or being called queen. And, and see the consequences fun. of that. Because she is queen no matter what. No No matter matter if she's called queen or not. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. A majority is required to table a motion without killing it. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So many options thus far. Let's talk about Mm -hmm. more things you can do in the rules of order. So. So. Uh. Something else you can do, you believe the discussion has drifted away from the agenda and want to bring it back. So let's say we're talking about if I want to be queen or not, and we're talking instead about if hot dogs are sandwiches, I want to bring it back to the conversation about me being queen. So Obviously. I can call for orders of the day. Order! 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 Back to the task at orders. hand. Am I yeah. queen? <laughs> Another thing you can do... Uh, you want to take a short break, you can move to recess for a set period of time. So like, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted by Mm -hmm. all this conversation about me being queen. I move for recess for 15 minutes. Let's all go get some coffee. Let's say I'm upset and I want to end the meeting. I can move to adjourn it. I can say, you know what, guys? You're being assholes by the things that you're saying <laughs> about me being queen, I move to adjourn this meeting right here, right mm-hmm. now. Right here, right now. It's also just something you do at the end when you've like, we've reached our list of items, which of course was only one. Ava, of course. Lizzie's idea, of course. But then at the end of the meeting, you have to move to adjourn. Not that you like can't leave, but like it's customary to be like, move to adjourn, people second and third. Blah, 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 and then blah, it's blah, like, okay, home. unlock the doors, we're leaving. We're leaving. Other things that you can do. So if you are unsure, the president of the board announced the results of a vote correctly. Scandalous. Scandal. 
without being recognized, call for, quote, division of the House, and a roll call vote will be taken. So I think the president did not count these votes correctly. I say I call for a division of the House, and everybody stands up, and one by one, they say their vote Mm -hmm. out loud. And then I realize they don't want me to be queen. (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then, then we cry and there is mutiny. But until then, until we need to check. If you are confused about a procedure being used and want clarification without recognition, you can call for a quote, point of information or quote, point of parliamentary inquiry, end quote. And the president of the board will ask you to state your question and will attempt to clarify the situation. So I don't understand why these people don't want me to be queen. Can you clarify? (laughs) Point of information. (laughs) Point of information. Or if somebody's like, I move we table. And you, Lizzie, are like, point of parliamentary inquiry. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? What does actually that that mean? mean? I don't know what that means. And the president's like, we're going to talk about this later. I'll be like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Bye. If you have changed your mind about something that was voted on earlier in the meeting for which you were on the winning side, you can move to reconsider. If the majority agrees, the motion comes back on the floor as though the vote has not occurred. So uh, let's say Arden is like, yes, Lizzie should be queen. If she takes Mm -hmm. some time and she thinks about it and she comes back and she says, actually, I've changed my mind. This is in the same meeting. I don't think Lizzie should be queen. And everybody chats about it really quickly. And the majority decides, yeah, let's actually bring this back. Then I could all, then I'm back where I started. Am I queen or am I not? Right. If you want to change an action voted on an earlier meeting, You can move to rescind. If previous written notice is given, a simple majority is required. If no notice is given, a two-thirds vote is required. So this is basically like, yesterday we talked about doing this. I want to rescind that from days days of yore. From days of yore, from yesteryear. Something else that can happen in the Roberts Rules of Order, unanimous consent. If a matter is considered relatively minor or opposition is not expected, a call for unanimous consent may be requested. If the request is made by others, the president of the board will repeat the request and then pause for objections. If none are heard, the motion passes. So this is very easy. Just like, do we all agree on this? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. It's passed. It's passed. If there's nobody who says no, probably the quickest way to get things done. Yes. Yeah. Do we all like coffee? Great. Perfect. Ooh, this is fun. So these are the scenarios in which you may interrupt a speaker And it's for these reasons only. Otherwise, you cannot interrupt. So you can only interrupt if you need to get information about business, point of information to get information about rules, parliamentary inquiry. So we've talked about those things 
Truly, you can interrupt if you're like, I don't understand what's going on. Can somebody clarify this? Yeah. Because you want the meeting to be legitimate. Right. And if people are doing things and they're like, I'm just saying yes, because I don't, I don't understand get what is happening. Yeah. I don't get it. Then it's not like a legitimate meeting or motion that's passed. Correct. You can interrupt if you can't hear for safety reasons or for comfort, etc. And this is a question of privilege. So if truly I'm like, wait, you're talking, you're, the mic isn't working. I, I literally cannot hear what you're saying or I don't feel safe or comfortable right now. You can interrupt <laughs> and address that. Mm-hmm. You can interrupt if you see a breach of the rules, which is a point of order. You can interrupt if you disagree with the president of the board's ruling which is an appeal. And then you can interrupt if you disagree with the call for unanimous consent, AKA object, which means when they yeah. ask everybody good with this, you say, no, no, I object. I object. I object. Yeah. So, so th that's basically like how, those are the rules of order in a nutshell. And once like you can think like if you're like in a group of friends and you're like, God, I wish Stephanie would just stop talking. I'm begging we've you. have been talking about her and her ex-boyfriend for all of brunch. And I am so annoyed. You could be like, I move we table. I Stephanie. move we table. Point of order. I move <laughs> point of order. I I am in discomfort. Point of privilege. Question of privilege. You're talking too I am much. in discomfort. Yes. Um, but like, I just think it's funny to think about, to think about it in situations like that where, cause like it is, it is very like, it's very old sounding and yeah. like very jilted and yeah. it, it works really well when you like are with a group of people and you need to get business done. But I love thinking about it in context where it's like, this is so stupid. It sounds so, so stupid. And the first time I had to do it, I was like, what? This is, is so weird. Right this is so weird. I was like, why can't we just talk like humans? And then I was like, all right, because we're spending money and we have to like yeah. all agree on the spending of the money and blah, 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 blah. Um, but so we're going to talk about who Robert was because. Yes, we have to. I have to know. He was a real, he was a real person and he made up these rules and God bless him. God bless little him. Little nerdy boy that he was. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. So this is coming from Robert's Rules of Order, the website. It's the official website. Very helpful. Very cute. So Henry Martin Robert was an engineering officer in the regular army. Without warning, he was asked to preside over a public meeting being held in a church in his community and realized that he did not know how to go about doing that. Mm, same. He had no idea. Same. Uh -huh. I also wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I'd be like, people. Order. It makes so, Order. It's, it makes so I, much sense that he's from military, though, because like these rules feel very military-esque yeah. in their structure. Agreed. It's like, we need to take a break. You need to ask. Yeah. And your wish for a break needs to be seconded. Mm -hmm. It's very, it's very catty in a way. Um, Robert uh, tried anyway to lead this basically community meeting in his church, 
And he was very embarrassed because it probably went poorly. Sure. Because <laughs> he was so nervous. Yeah. And he was but a young spring chicken in the regular Public army. Hard. It was very it's hard it's hard and when you've got a lot of people yelling at you it is easy for the mob to take over so he was embarrassed and vowed that this would never happen again it left him determined never to attend another meeting until he knew something of parliamentary law ultimately he discovered and studied the few books then available on the subject on parliamentary law and from time to time due to his military duties was transferred to various parts of the United States where he found virtual parliamentary anarchy. People just willy-nilly doing things without approval, not consulting the other members of their, I mean, not board, but like, you know, council, governing body, club, community, blah, blah, blah. And since each member was from a different part of the country, they had a differing idea about the correct procedures. So even when he went to these different things, like... So he goes over to to Massachusetts and they're doing it one way. Mm -hmm. And then he goes over to Rhode Island and those people are doing it entirely different way. And he was like, chaos. This is utter chaos. 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 I appreciate the desire for order, but your order is different from this person's order. We need one set of rules. One rule. One rule. So to bring order out of the chaos, he decided to write, Robert's Rules of Order. I mean. I I would do. I'd be like, you know what? I love. This is Lizzie Stewart's Stewart's pamphlet. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. I love it. I would absolutely. So to bring order out of the chaos, he decided to write Robert's Rules of Order as it came to be called. The 12th and current edition has been brought out brought up has been brought about through a process of keeping the book up to date with the growth of parliamentary procedure. All editions of the work issued after the death of Henry Martin Robert have been prepared by persons who either knew and worked with the original author or are connected to such persons and persons in a direct continuity of professional association. So it's a very uh, tight knit organization. Yeah. It's interesting that they're like, we need to make sure that people who knew Henry write this because nobody else can possibly understand parliamentary procedure other than people who knew Henry Robert. Right. (laughs) I think we can expand it out at this point, y'all. Like, we all read the same books. Like... I think we can branch out. Yeah, I, think I think we we'll can be branch fine. out. We'll be fine. <laughs> so the last question, the last section is why and how to adopt Robert's rules of order. So to adopt Robert's rules of order newly revised as your organization's parliamentary authority the society should insert the following into its bylaws at the appropriate place. Quote, The rules contained in the current edition of Robert's Rules of Order Newly Revised shall govern the society in all cases to which they are applicable and in which they are not inconsistent with these bylaws and any special rules of order the society may adopt. End quote. So they're like, plug it in. if you have a club, any group, you just plug this in. You say, these are the rules we're going to follow. 
You put it in whatever document describes your organization, bylaws or, or the like the language and the papers that kind of organize and yeah. say what your organization or your group is about. And you just plop it in there. And then, and then let the rules do the work. Let the rules do the work. Let them govern you, honey. There are also special circumstances in which you can use Robert's Rules of Order. So the first special circumstance is at a convention. At a convention of an organization whose bylaws do not designate a parliamentary authority, a rule doing so may be adopted together with other specific rules, as in the example below. Uh, for, for adoption, such a rule requires a two-thirds vote, but let's say example rule number one, Quote, the rules contained in the current edition of Robert's Rules of Order newly revised shall govern the convention in all cases which they are applicable and in which they are not inconsistent with the bylaws of the society <laughs> and the standing rules. Very yeah. similar to the other one, but just a Very different similar, scenario. similar, you plunk it in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you have a convention, you're going to have rules to the convention, make this rule number one, which is basically the rules of order or Robert's, Robert's rules. Roberts, the, the what Robert says goes, goes, goes. That's it. And then finally, the other special circumstance in which we can adopt these rules of order is meeting of a group that does not yet have bylaws. So we've been talking about bylaws. What if you don't have bylaws? Not every group has bylaws. No. So if that's the case. At a meeting of an unorganized body, okay, flex, <laughs> which uh -huh. is one with no bylaws, <laughs> a parliamentary authority may be adopted by majority vote through a motion. So that's simply where, look, we're all together. We don't have bylaws, but let's all have a vote right here, right now to agree mm -hmm. to adopt these rules. Raise hands right. for yes. If it's a majority yes, then we're going by Robert's Rules of Order. That's it. It's that's Robert's it. Rules. That's it. Yep. And uh, very simple. Yeah. But I see the effect. Yes, I see the effect. And when I first encountered this, I was like, how does everybody know this language? And I seem to have missed my doctorate education in Robert's Rules of Order. Because it sounds scary and intimidating when you first sit down and you're like, I don't know what's being said. Right. And then once you do a little bit, you're like, okay, I get it. It's just a way to like make it all move smoothly. And it just sounds very old and yeah. stuck up. I mean, I was today years old when I found out about this, <laughs> about these rules of order. So imagine my surprise. I would love to see them in action, though. I think it would make a lot of yeah. sense. I mean, on paper, it makes yeah, sense. It once you like sit down and you're like, oh, this is truly structure. <laughs> Yes. In which to have a meeting. This is, yes. Yeah. And it does help because when you've got like two hours and you have to get through 10 items, yeah. like Jesus, you know, it's like not. we, like when I was a part of this like political club, we would meet for like three or four hours and we would get through five items. And I'm like, you guys, I gotta go home. I am so tired. Yeah. <laughs> And, but then, like, if we didn't have this, it would just be – you would talk about one thing for forever and have no way of agreeing that, right. like, we've talked about this enough. Can we just either decide or no? Right. And let's move on. And let's move on. Two-thirds. Let's go. Two-thirds. Let's go. Yeah. But that's Robert's Rules of Order. I love it. 
Order yeah. in the court. Point of order. Mm-hmm. Point of privilege. Buzzwords. Very exciting. This was great. Very exciting. This was great. Yeah. Well, that is our episode for today. And as always... We love you so, so much. And if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to us. We love you so, so much. And we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.